Hey, y'all. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be what? Glad in it. Comment down below if you finish that scripture with me. So my name is Shantavia Johnson, but you can call me Shay, and I am your host of Obedience Podcast. Here at Obedience Podcast, our mission is to simply obey. Obey is an acronym that stands for O, obeying God, B, believing in God's word, E, evolving through Christ Jesus, and Y, yielding to the Holy Spirit. So if you think that you'd be interested in our content, be sure to hit that subscribe button down below if you're watching us on YouTube and hit that follow button if you're listening on any of our podcasts and platforms. For all of our returning subscribers and listeners, welcome back. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 25 of Obedience Podcast. It's such an honor to have you here because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with me, and I truly appreciate that. So before we dive deep into this episode, I have to invite my co-host in, Holy Spirit. So let's take a moment and bow our heads in prayer. Father God, I want to thank you for allowing me to get on this platform another day. I want to thank you for waking me up this morning healthy and in my right mind. I thank you for watching over me these past two weeks when I was suffering with the cold and for keeping me even through that cold. I thank you that my family is healthy. I got my voice completely back and you have given me my passion back to continue this podcast. I pray that through this episode, people learn to let go of the what if mentality and hold on to the even if mentality. I pray that you enter into this episode and there is more of you and less of me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, so now that I've welcomed my co-host in, let's go ahead and jump into the high and low portion of the episode. So if you would like to submit a high or low for your week, you can do that by DMing us at either our Facebook page, Instagram page, or directly to our email address. I'll make sure that all of that is on the screen for you. And if you do submit those, you have the chance to be featured on the podcast. And I also want to mention that if you just want us to pray for you in private, you can send those to us as well. Just let us know and we will pray for you in private. So I did get one high submission. I am so excited because it has been a minute since I posted the high and low on social media. So I wasn't sure if I was going to get a submission, but I did. So I want to shout out Pretty Livy. I love that name, but her high moment for this week is all things work together for the good of God. That is one of my favorite scriptures, and it is so true, and actually, it definitely coincides with this episode, so look at God working things out. Holy Spirit is always activated and working in this place, so thank you so much, Pretty Libby, for your high moment. So moving on to my high and low moments for this week, so of course, my high is that I'm feeling better. Y'all know that I missed two episodes because I completely lost my voice and I was not about to get on this microphone sounding the way I sounded for you guys. I was not going to put y'all through that. So thank God that I am doing better and my voice is 100% back. Thank God it was not COVID, but it was a summer cold, but I got through it. But I will ask y'all to keep me in your prayers because I'm still dealing with the fatigue of being sick. So I'm just trying to get my energy level all the way back 100. So keep me in your prayers about that. And another high moment this week, glory to God. Since the last time I talked to y'all, I have officially reached over 1,000 subscribers. 
I am so happy. I am so thankful. I am so blessed and I'm so appreciative to be in this position and for God to allow me to reach my goal. So thank you guys so, so much. I mentioned this in the last episode premiere that I was going to do a giveaway once I reach a thousand subscribers. So I am going to do that. So y'all definitely be on the lookout for that. I am researching to try to figure out how I can make it available to everyone on YouTube and also everyone who listens since everyone has been a part of this journey with me. I want to appreciate and give everybody the opportunity to win the amazing giveaway package that's a little hint it is going to be a package to get y'all a little excited for what's to come so once I figure out how I am going to let you all enter that's when the giveaway will take place so definitely be on the lookout for that so like I mentioned since recovering from my cold I am still very fatigued and I'm trying to gain my energy back up so I will say that that's my low for this week so definitely keep me in your prayers that I regain all of my energy back to the level that it was before I got sick and then also for this week work has been super difficult lately and I'm just needing prayers to get through this time in my career just keep me in your prayers it is so hard but I know that I can get through this especially with prayer so any prayers are definitely appreciated all right, so that is all of my high and low moments for this week. Again, if you do want to submit your own high and lows of the podcast, you can do so by DMing us at either our Instagram page, Facebook page, or our email address. We are always open to high and low moments. But let's go ahead and jump into the biblical portion of this episode because I am so excited. Okay, y'all. So first and foremost, before I even get started, I just want to talk to y'all about how good it feels to be back in front of this camera talking in this mic y'all I truly miss this I truly miss podcasting and writing for you all and listening to what God wants me to say and sharing it and chatting with y'all in the premiere I have truly and honestly missed it and I am just so excited to be back in front of you guys and glory to God my voice is 100% functioning because um Y'all, it was a mess these past two weeks. Like the first week, it was completely gone. And then the second week, it was like going in and out. And I was super nasally. So I was like, yeah, I know I can't get in front of this camera. But I am so glad it is back. And God definitely gave me a great word to come back with a vengeance. So let's go ahead and get started. So last week, while I was taking my aunt and my goddaughter home, I passed by a church on the way to their house. And y'all know how... Some churches have signs in front of their church and they have like a little message on it. So whenever I pass by a church with a sign, I always try to read the message because some churches can, you know, come up with some really dope messages. So I read this church's message and it automatically stuck to me. Like when I got to the light, I took my phone and I put it in my notepad just so I can revisit and make sure I did not forget what the message was. After I typed the message out in my phone, I proceeded to ponder on it the entire rest of the ride home. And this is a, like an inside joke of me and my family. The little inside joke is that they stay in Mississippi and I stay in Alabama because that's how far they stay. A little inside joke. If y'all don't know, I am very close to the state line of Alabama and Mississippi, so... That's why I say that, because it's like, if I'm driving 30 minutes to get to your house, I'm driving out of town. (laughs) A little inside joke, inside humor. But the whole 30 minutes of the drive, I was thinking about this message. And even after I got home, I was thinking about this message. And y'all know, when God lays something on my heart and in my memory, because I really have short-term memory. 
But when I can remember stuff, I know that God wants me to talk about it. So y'all probably saying, girl, what's the message? Tell us the message. Let me tell y'all. So the message said, what if it's fear, even if it's faith? Mm, 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 mm. So good, right? Now, for those of you who don't know, in the year 2017, I experienced my first panic attack. And I actually was out of state in California when this happened. And I was in the emergency room by myself for the first time ever in my life. And so that really caused like a little PTSD in my life. So once I got back home, I was very, very fearful of traveling and also leaving the house because I felt like I was going to have another panic attack and I wasn't going to be in what I called a safe environment around family or friends. And after some work, you know, after I grew closer to God, some work in therapy, I realized that that PTSD that I had was attached to the thought of what if? What if I leave my house and I have a panic attack? What if I'm on a plane and I have a panic attack and they have to stop the plane, do an emergency landing because of me? Like, what if, what if, what if? And I became a prisoner in my own house or a prisoner in my, what I call, controlled, safe environment. So it was only like certain places I would allow myself to go. So reading that message, it really stuck with me because I know what the thought of what if is like. I've experienced it. I was it at one point in time, and I could really relate to this message. And thank God where I'm at right now, I'm not in a position where I constantly think of what if. That part of my anxiety is gone, thank God. And really, honestly and truly, that ceased once I developed a closer, closer relationship with God. And that's what I want to relate to you all today. Because when you're walking with Christ, the thought of what if shouldn't even exist because we know that no matter what happens, we have Christ on our side. So like I mentioned, after the quote consistently recurring in my mind over the next week, I knew for a fact that God wanted me to do something with that message. And then eventually he revealed to me what he wanted me to do with it. So for you out there, because I know that this message is for someone out there currently listening or watching it. This episode is for you. God wants you to know that that thought of what if that you are having in your situation, it's fear. And he did not give you the spirit of fear. He wants to remind you of Isaiah 41 and 10. And it says, do not fear for I am with you. Do not be afraid for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will hold on to you with my righteous right hand. So there's no need to think of the what ifs in your situation because you should know even if blank happens in my situation, God is with me. Even if blank happens in my situation, God will strengthen me. Even if blank happens in my situation, God will hold on to me. So whatever your situation is, don't go in with the mindset of what if this happens? You need to go in with the mindset that even if this happens, God is still on my side. God is going to make everything work out. Going back to the high moment for this week and why I said it coincided so perfectly with this episode. So after God gave me the breakdown of what he wanted me to share with you all, he also gave me two biblical stories to share with you all to hold on to during this season 
when you're battling those what if thoughts. So for the biblical background portion of this episode, we are going to start in Mark chapter 2 verses 1 through 12 and then we'll end over in Luke chapter 8 verses 40 through 48. So let's go ahead, turn our Bibles to those and jump into this biblical background for this episode. So the first story I'm going to share with you does involve five men in their extraordinary, even if faith journey. So we are in Mark, by the way, Mark chapter two, verses one through 12. So at this time, Jesus had just returned from preaching in Galilee and he was in his hometown of Capernaum. So when the people of the town heard that Jesus was back, they all gathered in his home to hear him preach. You know, he had been gone for a minute. They hadn't heard him preach. And, you know, at this time, you didn't have social media or YouTube where you can go watch a sermon on live stream. So the people were like craving for his ministry. So there was so many people in his house, even to the point where it was people outside of the house and you could not even get inside of the house. There were so many people there to hear Jesus preached. So there were five men. One of the men were paralyzed and then the other four were actually bringing their paralyzed friend to meet Jesus and hear Jesus preach. So when the five men approach the crowd of people surrounding Jesus's home, they realize we're not going to be able to get our friend through all of these people because it is jam-packed. If y'all saw like the Travis Scott thing in the news a couple months ago, this is kind of like what's going on. Like it's crazy in front of Jesus's house. So the men come up with this plan because they are thinking with the even if mentality. Because they're thinking with the even if mentality, they're determined. So they don't let the crowd of people deter them. What they do is they come up with a plan to shovel through the roof and then they're going to take their friend and lower him down through the roof so he can meet Jesus because they have heard about Jesus's healing power and they believe. Now, if the men had have come into that situation with that what if mind state, then they would have been like, what if I'm not strong enough to dig through the roof? What if I'm not even strong enough to climb on top of the roof? What if when I get up to the roof, I can't pick my friend up like all these what if, what ifs, what ifs. And most of the time, if you're thinking about what ifs, it's honestly going to deter you from even completing what you set your mind out to do in the first place, right? But like I mentioned, these men, they did not have that what if mentality. They had the even if mentality. Whatever obstacle presented itself in front of them, it didn't really affect them because even if that pops up, I'm going to get my friend to Jesus, okay? So when the four men successfully dig through the roof and they lower their friend down to meet Jesus verse 5 shows us what Jesus says it says Jesus saw their faith and told the paralyzed man that he was forgiven now because life is life and we live in this broken world obstacles are going to always present themselves no matter what our situation is we're always going to be faced with an obstacle so before Jesus could even heal the man the enemy throws discourse in the room because he didn't want the man healed it's like okay you may have got him through the roof but we're not going to get him healed today let me throw this wrench so the teachers of the law are in the room and so when they hear Jesus say you are forgiven they're thinking to themselves Why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? 
But after this, in verse 11, Jesus shows the teachers of the law that he has authority on earth to not only forgive sins, but also heal sins. Basically, Jesus was like, I said what I said. So he tells the paralyzed man to get up, take his mat, and go home. The next part of the story intensifies the even if faith in this situation. Because the paralyzed man, he could have had the mentality of, what if I try to get up and nothing happens? What if I try to get up and I move a little bit, but then I trip? Because all of these people are watching. What if I don't get healed? What if he's just telling me to move and nothing happens? That man could have went in with that mindset, but he didn't. The man went in with the mindset of, even if I stand up and I fall Jesus healed me. Even if I stand up and nothing happened, Jesus has forgiven my sins. So I'm happy. So what the man does is he proceeds to get up, grab his things, and walks back home. That paralyzed man had complete faith in Jesus. He had that even if mentality that God wants you to have right now in your situation. Do you see what that story I just gave you, how the even if mentality equates to having faith? If the paralyzed man or his four friends thought what if, that would have deterred them from the mission of getting that paralyzed man to meet Jesus and he would have missed his healing. You don't want the what if mentality or those thoughts to get into your situation and have you miss your blessing. Have you missed your healing? Have you missed your freedom? Because you decide not to go through with your situation. Now, I want to move on to the second story for you to hold on to. Now, the second story, I know that a lot of you probably have heard before, and it's probably one of my favorite healing stories in the Bible. It's the story of the woman with the issue of blood, and that's found in Luke chapter 8, 40 through 48. So let's turn our Bibles to Luke. Now, this woman with the issue of blood, she had also heard about the healing powers of Jesus, and she was determined to meet him. So this woman, she'd been dealing with the issue of bleeding for 12 years. So she was consistently bleeding for 12 years. Now, the significance of this issue of blood and why it made her life so terrible is found in the Old Testament, which y'all know I go up for the Old Testament. And this is why I go up for it, because the Old Testament provides the context of what's going on in the New Testament stories. So if you're reading this and don't have the knowledge of the Old Testament, you're like, okay, she was bleeding and. But in the Old Testament, in Leviticus 15, 25 to 27, we learn the exact rules of having a consistent discharge of blood and why that was holding the lady back and why she was having such a hard time having this disease. So reading those scriptures in Leviticus, it says, when a woman has a discharge of blood for many years at a time, other than her normally monthly period, or has a discharge that continues beyond her period, she will be unclean as long as she has the discharge, just as in the days of her period. Any bed she lies on while her discharge continues will be unclean as is her bed during her monthly period, and anything she sits on will be unclean, as during her period. 
anyone who touches them will be unclean. They must wash their clothes and bathe with water and they will be unclean till evening. So since this woman had been consistently bleeding for 12 years, she'd been consistently unclean. And now to break that down and make it plain. So because she was unclean, nobody wanted to be around her because she was unclean. And if they touched her, then they would be unclean. So I'm pretty sure she was lonely because she didn't have anyone around her. And also she couldn't go out and sit down at places because no one probably will welcome her because she comes into their establishment, sits down at their table. Now the table is unclean. So I'm pretty sure she just stayed in her house in this unclean state for 12 years. I know this lady was journeying for a better life. So when she heard that Jesus was in town, she was determined to meet him so she could be healed. She had complete faith in Jesus, complete faith. But just like when Jesus was preaching at his house in our previous story, there were millions of people around Jesus crowded around him. He wasn't even preaching at that point. He just was walking to head to heal somebody else. And verse 42 of Luke tells us that the crowds almost crushed Jesus. So it was like a lot of people there. Now, like I said, this lady was determined and had that even if mentality, just like those five men in our previous story. She didn't let this crowd deter her. She didn't go in with that what if mentality at all. So she begins to make her way through the crowd. So she's crawling probably. She's probably getting knocked down. And she's not thinking the what ifs that could have popped up in her situation. So the what if is like, what if somebody hits me? It's already so many people. What if I get trampled? What if I get arrested? Because I'm just out here unclean, touching all these people willy-nilly. What if somebody gets angry at me because I'm out here making them unclean? She didn't think about any what ifs. She was thinking about even if. Even if all of those things happen, I will be healed. Even if I am not healed, I will see Jesus. All she was thinking about was even if in her healing. So as she's making her way through the crowd with that even if mentality, she finally gets to just the cloak of Jesus. And she's not thinking, what if I just touch his cloak and I'm not healed? She's thinking, even if I touch his cloak, I'm going to be healed because he's a powerful man. He's Jesus, the Christ. So she reaches out and touches his cloak and immediately her bleeding stops. She touches the edge of his cloak. Her bleeding stops. So because of her even if mentality, she was walking completely in faith. And in verse 48, Jesus tells her, because of your faith, you have been healed. So making my point even more valid, the even if mentality equates directly to faith. Because you're not concerned about what may happen, what the world may throw at you. Because you know that even if I still have God on my side, God is going to get me through whatever I need him to get me through. So to the person that this episode is for, I'm speaking directly to you. I encourage you to approach your situation with the even if mentality. Because no matter what adversity you go through in your situation, you have to remember the focus scripture of this episode, Isaiah 41 and 10, where it tells you that God will always be with you. God will strengthen you and God will hold on to you. You don't have to go into a situation with the what if mentality because God has already figured out every what if that's possible. 
So what if shouldn't exist to you, even if should be replaced with the what if, and you completely forget about what if being a thing? So I want to pray for you right now to abolish that what if mentality over your situation and only have the even if mentality over your situation and every situation that occurs going forward. Father God, I want to thank you for this message. I want to pray for those people who this message is for. I pray for their strength during this time. I pray that they trust more in you during this time. I pray that they realize that no matter what the situation, no matter what the obstacle is, you are there and you will overcome it. You have already won the victory, Lord. I pray that they learn to trust in you more. I pray that they lean on you more. And I pray that their understanding is wiped away and they just lean completely on your understanding. And they realize that you have them going through the situation for a reason and you've handled everything in that situation. I pray, Lord, that they don't even know what what if is anymore in their life. They only act in the mindset of even if. That's the mentality that they approach every single situation with, Lord. I pray that even if during this journey of even if, if they do have a little what if, stint that it quickly goes away because they realize who you are and how powerful you are i thank you for the healing i thank you for the mentality change and i thank you for the reminder of approaching every situation with even if because with you all things are possible you strengthen us to do all things and it's always a good reminder to know that you are always on our side you are always working things out for us So, Lord, I thank you for this message, and I pray that it is received by exactly who it is meant for. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I pray that you really take hold to this message, and you really lean on those two stories that I gave you through your situation. And if you need prayer during your situation to keep that even-if mentality, reach out. Let us know, and we will pray for you. I do want to offer the opportunity for someone to become reborn. Now, I say reborn because in John chapter 3, verse 3, it says, Truly I tell you, unless someone is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And to become reborn is so simple. All you have to do is believe in Jesus and accept him as your Savior. So if you haven't accepted Jesus as your Savior and you happen to be listening to this podcast in this moment, it's the best moment for you to accept Jesus. You don't have to be in some extravagant church or at a revival. You could do it right now, wherever you're listening to this podcast. So if you would like to accept Jesus, just repeat this very short prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. Thank you for forgiving and delivering me from sins. In Jesus' name, amen. And just as simple, you are now a part of the union of Christ, and we're so excited to finally have you a part of the family. Congratulations. If you did repeat that prayer after me, the first essential step that you need to take is to connect with the Bible teaching church. The church is going to be so essential in your walk because 
that's going to be your kingdom family to help you through this thing called life. If you cannot find a church in your area, my church always live streams every single Sunday at 1030 a.m. and 830 a.m. Central Standard Time. And then the second essential step, in my opinion, is to purchase our Reborn Workbook. That link will be down below in the show notes, but I think that's going to be very vital to your new walk. It's going to give you some great advice and scriptures and things to lean on during your walk. So definitely click that link down below. All right, so that's all that I have for you guys today. I want to thank y'all so much for tuning in and being so supportive of me. Thank you for holding me down during these two weeks and being so nice to accept my break and return again. I truly, truly appreciate that. Now, y'all know, before I get out of here, I got to ask y'all two questions. What was your key takeaway from today's episode? And also, did you learn something new? If so, please comment down below in the comment section if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're watching on Spotify, you can answer in the Q&A section. Y'all know my goal for this podcast is for it to be like a small group environment. So I love to hear y'all's feedback. I love to talk to y'all. So definitely do not be afraid to comment if you can. And I also want to give a shout out to everybody that is watching the YouTube premiere. I see you. We see each other. Thank you so much. I have enjoyed talking to you and thank you for joining this premiere again. It's so appreciated. And for everybody that's listening on any of our audio platforms, I really, really, really appreciate you. I don't see you as much as I see my YouTube family, but I definitely, definitely do appreciate you and love you. And I am here for you whenever you need me. Now, I do want to ask y'all before leaving as well to please share this video with five of your friends. We definitely want to get this message out and it really does help the ministry if you share. And if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe so you can be up to date on all the new episodes. And if you're listening on podcasting platforms, be sure to hit that follow button so you're notified every single time we post a new episode. And then if you do have any prayer requests, please, please send those to us at obediencepodcast at gmail.com and we will always be in agreement with you. And if you do have any high and low moments for the week, remember you can DM us on Instagram, Facebook, or our email address and you have the opportunity to be featured on the podcast. So I think that's all of my announcements. Again, I want to thank y'all so much for hanging in there and being patient and waiting on me. It's truly appreciated. And I cannot wait to talk to y'all next time. I'm so happy to be back. And I hope that y'all are happy that I'm back as well. But in the meantime, in between time, as always, be obedient. I'll see y'all next time. Ciao.